Madame, I'm afraid we shall take the dog out. Oh, it's, it's all right, Joe. It's all right. It's my dog. And uh, uh, my wife. Well, you might have mentioned me first on the billing. The dog's well trained. He'll behave himself. Say, how many drinks have you had? This will make six martinis. All right. Will you bring me five more martinis? Leo, line them right up here. Yes, ma'am. Hello and welcome to All the Best Lines, uh, episode two, and uh, very glad to have you with us. I am Smokey, and over there, my co-host, the man who makes Siskel and Ebert look like Bert and Ernie, uh, it's, that's my friend Adam. Hello, my friend. Hey, it's your Siskel. Well, or, or I'm Bert, it's up to you. Yeah, Bert, sort of suits you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you're, like you. A, you're like a pub frequenter from the West Midlands. <laughs> in, in the 70s. S- sat in the corner throwing out racist epithets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> please, please say you're not going to do that, though. <laughs> I, I, I am going to do none of those things. Oh, good. <laughs> but uh, but we're back. We're we're uh, you know defying what everyone thought was just going to be a one-off, and we're actually back. <laughs> oh, is this? Are you recording this? Yeah. Oh, I thought we were just on a call. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't realise we were actually going to make another one of those <laughs> shows. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes the beat button already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, apart from you know, I mean, universal positive feedback for episode one, my friend. But um, great. The uh, the majority the majority of the praise was uh, for our use of the bleep button. So yeah. Well, I've always said it. You know, it's the unofficial star of most podcasts. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for, well, you know, those <laughs> can just deal with. The clever thing to do would be to put beeps in where they're not needed. So if I was to say something innocuous like flaps, flaps, and um, I don't know, maybe you. Let's go. Let's go British. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. If we were to put inane words in like that, then um, like knuckle, then you wouldn't. (laughs) need to use it, but you should use them and then just you know it could be for comedic effect puffin i always like that one i like puffins as well <laughs> i'm glad we're getting this all out of our system straight away this is good what we didn't swear don't well, tell well, me you're gonna, don't tell me you're gonna bleep that stuff that was just clean <laughs> language <laughs> so apart from as i say apart from the praise for the bleep button it was also uh, we had some very nice uh, messages. I won't read them out uh, in full or by name because obviously I don't want to embarrass people because I didn't ask permission. But um, people obviously uh, loving your uh, your expertise and, and uh, wealth of knowledge, uh, apart from forgetting film names, of course. But um, I don't think I forgot film name. Is uh, there not a film called Suspicion? I, there is, but it wasn't what we were talking about. So you know. uh, Well, you should have told me beforehand. You picked the Re- film. Refused to accept any blame. I'm Don... <laughs> Do, was, do you I remember? Was, I was going to make a presidential joke then, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I narrowly avoided upsetting an entire U.S. state in the last uh, episode. Narrowly avoided? I, I think so. I, I didn't hear one single thing about. I think you what broadly landed a fist on that state. <laughs> Everyone loves a good thing, so it's fine. Bleak but no, the, the other. Uh, okay, I will do. Uh, but the, but no, the other side. 
was that people were kind of uh, in the same boat as me, wanting to learn and glad of the opportunity of a, of a place uh, to start, which was which was very sweet. So we are we are providing a service here. That's great. I would like to get some people on this show. Actually, I was thinking about this because I I run a weekly film club as part of my Patreon benefits for uh, listeners and supporters of my other podcasts. Yep. And the people that come to that on Sunday nights mm. are the yeah. most knowledgeable people. I mean, aside from all the fun we have, the trivia yep. that goes on uh, as we're chatting away is second to none and always sends me scurrying off to find out more. So I mm. think we should extend our arms, Smokey. Yeah. Not towards each other. That would be vile. But um, to <laughs> the people... No, stop it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw down your shirt. <laughs> hey look it takes a long time to grow this manly weave it must do what how old are you now 17 70 yeah. yeah 70 years still no still no hair beneath her but uh, smooth as an eel i'm, I'm like a kendall <laughs> nice how creepy like mr burns <laughs> e- excellent smoky smoky so yeah, I think we should welcome some of those people onto the show. I think we should get you know some of the people we chat to, and anyone else who wants to appear, just you know drop us a line, come on in and have a chat with us about a film. We'll Make sure it's be, one of the best, though. I'm a, I'm a big fan of like collaborative podcasts. Sorry, what did you say? Oh no, I was just I was just disappointed you didn't appreciate the fantastic nature of what I just said. So. What, what did you say? You said drop us a line, and I said just make it one. Make sure it's one of the best. Why did you say that? Because of the title of this podcast. What's it called again? <laughs> it's called Adam is a tart. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, should we talk about a film? Whilst I do agree with everything you just said, should we talk about a film? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so. We didn't actually tell people what film it was going to be last time, did we? Although I think you could probably guess, because Smokey asked for a comedy, so I said I it was going to be something that straddled the comedy mystery genre. Yeah. And if you're, like, if you're a fan of old films at all, then you know exactly what that means, pretty much. Yeah, uh, straight out straight out the bat, though, my friend, I, I think I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas, and that's a, a dictionary, and uh, just highlight the word comedy in it. Oh, dear. Oh, Come on, mate. Of, of all of all the films that could have, you know, easily sat under the header of comedy, you went for this one. D- don't get me wrong, I enjoyed this film, but it's not exactly a laugh a minute. No, it's not. It's not an out and out comedy, but it's a no, it's funny not. film, and it's, it's a, a f- it's officially a comedy mystery. Actually, is it? Why? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Wow. Wow. I'm really glad I got involved with this two-episode-long podcast series. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the burning the burning hatred in your eyes is wonderful. <laughs> um, anyway, we are talking about the film from 1934. We are talking about The Thin Man. So let's just run through a few bits and pieces, shall we? So uh, directed by uh, W.S. Van Dyke. What a great name. Yeah, Woody Van Dyke. They what called does him W.S. stand for? Uh, I don't know what the S stands for. Woody Van Dyke was his name. They called him One Take Woody because he was notoriously speedy when it came to film shoots. He insisted on one take, which is why he insisted on working with professionals like Powell and Loy a lot. So he would, you know, let them just ping off each other and go, yep, yeah, that'll do, bye, just print it. Let, let me uh, um, educate you and the listeners and myself, in fact. Is I've just found out what it stands for. His, his full name, this is awesome. It's even better than WS. He should have just stuck with this. It's Woodbridge Strong Van Dyke. <laughs> I mean, you can't even make that up. 
<laughs> well, his well, parents well, did. Obviously, his parents did. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so so, uh, so we have um, the cast of uh, William Powell and Myrna Loy and Maureen O'Sullivan and Nat Pendleton, and there's a young um, Caesar Romero in there as well. There is, yeah. Mm. He plays the uh, the sleazy new boyfriend of the mum. Nat Pendleton is a guy you're going to see a lot because I love Nat Pendleton. I watch a lot of films with him in, and I like him in a lot of things. He was like a, a professional sportsman and then went into acting. He's like he had one of those sort of Hollywood careers that um, that you heard about in fan magazines. You know, if you're big and strong or a football star or blah, 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 or you're yeah. a, you know a beauty queen, come along uh-huh. to Hollywood and be a star kind of thing. And he kind of did that. So I, I love him. He's one of these characters who pops up and every time you see him, you go, "Oh, brilliant, Nat Pendleton." You know. Oh, he's, he's one of great. those. Mm. I see. He was a wrestler, apparently, I just read. Yes, wrestler. That's it. He's a bit like Una O'Connor, I would say, in that uh, respect, you know? You're always glad to see that face in a film. Delighted. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, always puts a smile <clears throat> on my face. Yeah, whenever well, she started, that okay. She started in a lot of comedies, like The Thin Man. Did she? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's. I mean, you've got to give her credit, you know, to to star in a lot of comedies without ever being funny once. Oh, I don't know. Bride of Frankenstein, Adam Harvest, Invisible Man, Invisible Man. I mean, what a great film that is for her. Oh, it's it's a it's a wonderful film. Just it's a shame that she's there. Anyway, look, can we not go down this road? And and anyone who anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, we're spoiling a lot of stuff for them. And, and, and take away that evil laugh, you. That was maniacal in its viciousness. I was I, that was my impression of Una O'Connor having an orgasm. That so was basically. Oh dear God. <laughs> Now, uh, Uno O'Connor is uh, Smokey's kryptonite, for those of you who don't know. He's yeah. seen a couple of films with her in, and every single time, uh, his, his brain has snapped like a reed. Yeah. So he's not uh, not a fan. No. As, as my good friend and co-host of my podcast, uh, Rated H, uh, said, uh, she's a squeaky old cockney She's not cockney, though. She's Scottish. <laughs> yeah, but in Bride of Frankenstein, she's It just goes to show how wrong you are. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> Spit take. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't me that was wrong. It was Ben. And anyway, he wasn't wrong. He was right. Yeah, this Una hate. This anyway, Unaphobia. Anyway, anyway, let's get back on track, shall we? <laughs> uh, do you want to run through uh, the plot of The Thin Man for people? Okay. So, uh, a famous scientist goes missing. His name's Clyde Wynant. And uh, his daughter, Dorothy? Dorothy? Dorothy. Yes, that's right. Sorry, I haven't seen this film for a while. Dorothy employs... That's his preparation, uh, listeners. <laughs> I have seen it about 40, 1,400 <laughs> times. Sorry. Um, so his, da- his daughter, Dorothy, employs um, family friend, Nick Charles, who is, you know, America's favourite detective. Uh, but he's recently retired because he's married Nora, um, played by Amanda Loy. Uh, sorry, Nick Charles is played by William Powell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he agrees to come back into action to solve the mystery of the missing man. And it's worth saying up front, yeah. Nick Charles is not the thin man. No. Clyde Wynant is the thin man. It's one of the things that people sort of took to their heart after the film became a big success and sort of Nick Charles became the thin man of the thing. It's like the thin man goes home after the thin man, another thin man, shadow yeah. of the thin man. It was all like, you know, oh, Nick Charles is the thin man. No, thin, mm. thin man was Clyde Wynant, the man who goes missing in yeah. The Thin Man. In yes, the so it's basically the story of uh, Nick Charles tracking down what happened to Clyde Wynant with the help of Nora and their dog, mm. Asta. Yeah. And, um, oh dear, we're not going to get on with this, sorry. You Me are. and you, are go- we're going to have words today. You know. What? 
<laughs> I, I didn't say anything. I did not say anything. I'm just, all I was going to say was, you know, you know, another film, like two films in a row now, where there's a dog essential to the plot. You know, yeah. is this uh-huh. going to become a running thing, or you know, well, it will do if you're not careful. Are we going to like is Turner and Hooch next? You know, where where do we go from here? Well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think I think perhaps dogs popped up a lot because they were very popular. You see, they still are. You just well, have to have, you have to have a heart that isn't made of flint. <laughs> I, I, yeah, look, I, I'm a, I'm, I love dogs. I am a dog fan. It was just bizarre when I was watching this, which, by the way, I didn't realise I'd seen before. You watched it at the I, film festival back I, in April. I, I know. I'd completely forgotten about that. And uh, there, there was a lot of beer over that weekend. Um, uh, there was a lot of last night while I was watching this at five o'clock in the morning. Oh, speaking speaking of which, you, you did happen uh, to mention there. Obviously, there were a lot of um, sequels to this, mm. and uh, I have been given this and them all by our mutual friend Kev, who dragged mm. my dragged my nuts out of the fire uh, to actually get me a copy of this film, and and it, but he gave me all of them. So thank you, Kev. Oh, right. Well, that was very kind of him to purchase them and send you exactly. the uh, purchase codes. Wow. Yes, nice one, exactly. Kev. Love you, Kev. I love Kev, by the way. Kev. We love Kev. Yeah. We, we love you, Kev. You should come on here. Oh, we'll get him on. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, as Adam said before, you know, in, 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 and he wasn't joking. He, he wants more people on here because he doesn't want to just talk to me all the time. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, but I need someone to temper the erotic powers that you have. Wow. That's all. I know. Well, I mean, I, I was, I was, I was incredibly flattered when someone said the other day. Now at least they can listen to two sexy voices at once, which I thought was very nice. What did they um have? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think they might have been on morphine. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. No, no, I'm not going to finish that one. Cool. Oh uh, <laughs> God! I just I I literally saw a break getting slammed on in your head right there. Yeah, I went, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I work alone. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting you're getting better though. I could I could feel you relaxing into this podcasting partnership though. It's it's lovely to see. See what it's easier with alcohol. Like last time there was alcohol. There's no yeah. alcohol this time because well, it's, it's um it's a bit it's early. spoiler two in the afternoon. Two? Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, quarter past two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I've got at least another twenty minutes before I start drinking. So. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I was, it, it might be, it might be nearly beer o'clock. I think so. Bye o'clock. Anyway, Thin Man, remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the the main crux of the story is the investigation into what happened to Clyde Winant, the Thin Man, by sure. Nick, Nora, and Asta. The yeah. fun of this film comes from Nick and Nora and their home life. It's like half the film's given over to the, these like domestic scenes with them and at first you think oh why are we seeing so much of this and then you realize this is the story the whole the, the story is it's best when it's on them yeah. i will say as a mystery i've never been that engaged with it but as a movie i love this film because it's probably the first time in cinema that you get to see a married couple in love with each other having fun like they this they sass each other they get drunk for half the film you know famously they you know spend the whole film drinking yeah exactly yeah there is there is hard i don't think there is a scene where nick is not drinking Mm -hmm. he is constantly searching for his next hit of booze and it was (laughs) and it was kind of like okay i can get on with this bloke (laughs) (laughs) one of my yeah exactly that's why you you love them right because they go to they go out they're 
they're stumbling all over the road. Yep. They um they they're totally in love with each other. Like all these other people come in and out of the the film, good looking people. Yeah, and they sort yeah. of you can tell they have a thing for Nick and Nora, but Nick and Nora just only have eyes for each other. Yeah. She is as sassy as he is, even with his like you know his criminal friends at the party. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and she, you just love them. You just, they're just the most adorable, relatable, aspirable. If that's the word. You're like everyone yeah. aspires to be Nick and Nora. The scene at Christmas where yeah. he has got the gun. And he's just firing at the baubles on the tree. Yeah. And that's a work of genius. And the whole thing's silent. One of my favourite lines ever in Hollywood um, history is from the sequel to this film, actually, where they're pulling oh. on the train in the beginning. And um, Nora's trying to get the room packed up and Nick's just sat there drinking this great big bottle of booze. And she says <laughs> something along the lines of, are you packing, dear? And he says, yeah, just putting away this liquor. And he's just like <laughs> sloshing it down his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they're just always drinking. I, I, I love Nick and Nora. I won't hear a bad thing about them. I think they're like the greatest double act for me in uh, old Hollywood. I love them to bits. But yeah, that's uh, my point was half the film, well, more than half the film. The film is basically Nick and Nora. Yeah. And there's a mystery happening as well. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. And and I, I also agree that they're seeing their sort of their home life is, is a great way to uh, integrate you into their relationship. It does really help with that. I, I however, preferred the sort of the second half of the film, though. Where, whereas it, I know what you, say, what you mean when you say the sort of the mystery side of it. It doesn't really concern you. But it does... To see to see them working to to actually working together, mm-hmm. that was that was good as well. So it wasn't just all play; there was work in there as well, and I really liked that. But no, uh, the, as you say, the scene where he's just laid on the sofa in his pajamas with a with an air rifle and just shooting <laughs> things on the Christmas tree. I mean, it, it's the most random scene, but it worked though. <laughs> it's very it's very shoots the window, yeah. and, it, and like and like he just basically side eyes over to Nora, and she just she doesn't even get angry. She just goes. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's... he just sort of he drops the gun and rolls over us and <laughs> pretends to have been asleep the whole time <laughs> it's just great I love it it's just, there's little touches like that you know there's no dialogue needed for all that stuff no. she's just watching him going oh my god you're an absolute child as he shoots yeah. all the baubles on Christmas tree to, to, to be fair it. though mate we, we've all been in a relationship where a woman has looked at us and gone oh you're just a child yeah <laughs> but usually in a movie there would be this conversation do you know how much childish you are yeah oh, i'm not childish and yes which you are really look at you playing with your gun and all you know but they don't they don't do any of that i can't believe you shot out can't believe you shot out another window <laughs> it just rolls over and goes to sleep it's brilliant and the bit where um you know the um the gunman nunheim is in the bedroom yeah and he just he sort of he sort of throws a blanket over him and punches Nora so she's out of the way. Just lays her out cold. You just go, that, what the hell? I, I'd completely forgotten about that. Yeah, so a little bit of context. So he, as you say, he is a gunman and yeah, he's there and he does leather Nora in the face. Yeah. He literally punches, punches her out cold. Yeah. And, and when he shakes her awake and he's like, sorry, I had to do that. And she's like, I don't mind being punched. I wanted to see you take it. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> Oh, that's great. that was it she wasn't bothered about being knocked out it's just she, she missed Nick beating the crap out of him yeah basically yeah. Oh, <laughs> I do love this film so it's what do wonderful. you think of um, what do you, obviously you're not a fan of dogs I am yeah you've proved that yeah you hoped Monty got murdered and you went <laughs> as, as a uh, all, <laughs> do not 
Do not twist my words, sir. I was just saying was that Monty would have been a better plot device if he had been dissolved in a bath. That's all I'm saying. Mm. But in this one, a- uh, Aster, isn't it? Yeah. Is is the dog. I mean, it was fine. It was, you know, it's all right. I, I mean, it was a better actor than uh, uh, Dearly Departed Monty. But uh, no, it was fine. And I like dogs. It was just, all I was saying was, it was just bizarre that you picked two films in a row where a dog helps the plot. That's all I'm saying. Do you know what? Um, it would be great, wouldn't it, if um, Greyfriars Bobby had um, Una O'Connor in it? Why, why? Why would you do that? Why? Why? Why go there? I, I, we were, we were having a perfectly nice time. <laughs> well, anyway, you know what? Next week's choice. <laughs> it's going to be the f- Wizard of Oz, isn't it? Ooh. No, no. <laughs> I've, I've never seen that though. So haven't you? No. Well, why would I? Hmm. <laughs> Why would you um, watch a colourful, fun movie? <laughs> yeah, right, because real life's like that. Um, but um, let's uh, go to a, a recurring segment, uh, uh, which is, uh, uh, who is who is uh, Adam's gush of the week? Oh, it's got to be Man and Lloyd, surely. Or, well, I, I do have quite a thing for Maureen O'Sullivan, actually. Of course you do. Especially after the Tarzan films. But oh, actually, I, I fell in love with her first in The Devil Doll, which is a great film, Smokey. Me and you are going to have to watch that. In fact... If you want horror next week, we'll watch The Devil Doll. It's the campest nonsense you've ever seen. You'll love it. I, I, um, I kind of like this whole spontaneous choosing of a film. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Next episode is The Devil Doll. There we go. The Devil Sorry. Doll. Yeah, you'll love it. It's just, you, you'll watch it and go, what the hell have you made me watch? Um, uh, and oh, at the is, end... Is, is it like The Love Witch? <laughs> the Love Witch. I, oh, I, yeah, I, would say, oh, I could spend an hour talking about The Love Witch. I like The Love Witch. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's <laughs> you, anyway. you came you came on my you came on my show uh, yeah. on Rated H and you recommended the Love Witch to, to to Ben and I and I still haven't gotten around to watching it yet. But I will do. It's yeah, it's a good film. It's lots of it is puzzling. <laughs> okay. But, um, to get back to the film, sorry. Um, so the the inventor goes missing. I mean, they're, they're, you know, I could say what happens at every twist and turn. There's a lot of phone calls and shifty eyes and motivations and characters are introduced and they could be the murderer and then. Oh, I'd say murderer. You find out that Clyde Winant has been murdered. Yeah. But really, the the fun isn't in the plot itself. It's more in the interplay between Nick and Nora. I just adore watching them. I could watch them in any kind of film. But um, there is a little bit of a, a sleuthing and a couple of revelations. And a clue is dropped very near the beginning of the film, which leads Nick to identify that things aren't as they seem. I'm trying not to give anything away. But um, it's, it's, it basically... it's, only, it's only from 1934. I think the, um, yeah, the, the statute of limitation on uh, on spoilers is is well and truly over. I remember when I first saw it, I did I did guess who the murderer was straight away because there's mm. a scene halfway through where a, a character walks into a room and says, "Oh, I've spoken to the missing man." on the phone hang on a minute and he picks the phone up and makes a phone call and says yes yes okay bye and puts it down and says yeah. there you go I've just spoken to him again and uh, everything's funky dory like this and then later on about two thirds of the way through the film you find out that he was dead and has been dead for a long time so mm. that person that made that phone call must have been the murderer and then like there's this big Poirot scene at the end where they're sat around this table having you know dinner and he's t- talking them through the case like Poirot does and yeah. it takes a very long time and at the end he goes because it was you. And he names the very person who made the phone call earlier on. And I was thinking, oh, that wasn't really that much of a revelation in terms of 
the mystery because it was quite obvious it was because <laughs> he said he spoke to him and then he just said no he died ages ago uh, um, <laughs> but uh yeah so I, didn't, I, I, I don't ever think that i don't ever remember this film and go god that's a great mystery i always remember it and think of like you know shooting baubles off a christmas tree and the dog sorry you speak now no no it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> this, this is called a podcast adam you talk i talk it's fine that's how it works <laughs> can we just briefly talk about i just had to look up his name because i didn't know him uh edward brophy yeah yeah, uh, yeah, plays, yeah. Timothy plays mouse. Morelli. yeah he's got a really annoying voice hasn't he timothy mouse in dumbo uh now that i have seen yeah yeah he's a he has but um <clears throat> he's another one of these characters a bit like um nat pendleton a bit like who's the other one eugene palette who you'll get to know very gruff overweight they look like holstein painting characters you know i love people with faces like that and you know uh, alan jenkins from the war and um frank McHugh. never ever leading men but they turn up and they're the goon or the best friend or the bodyguard or you know someone who makes wisecracks in the background you're always just pleased to see them i think the more you see these people the, the more you get to love them and you will. I, I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. But it's, it's just his voice just me off. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a very unique voice. I grant you. He does. But yeah, I mean, yeah, look, I mean, I'm I'm coming at it from the only way that I know how because obviously I'm still learning, and so I just I have to go for the you know the direct line instead of the the scenic route, if you will. Very true. Yeah. True, uh, true. Are you liking my gesticulations, by the way? <laughs> the yeah. Direct scenic it's route. Right. It's very Trumpian. <laughs> Oh, don't say that. I thought you weren't going to mention that. <laughs> well, you know, you start with the palms and you go outwards a little bit and then you do a, a circle. Uh, no case sign. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally it. I was watching him one day going, he hasn't done any other gestures. Yeah, it's just that all the time. <laughs> Everything's okay. And look at my hands, they make flappy birds. Yeah, although uh, yesterday when he started dancing on stage, that was uh, yeah. That was I haven't, I haven't seen I haven't seen him lately. I, I, I refuse to get. <laughs> I haven't seen him lately. He hasn't been round for tea <laughs> recently. He's been busy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, out of both of you over the last year, I think you've been the busier. <laughs> I'm not going to involved in politics. Not going to involved in politics. Not going to involved in politics. <laughs> Do you know the you know what happens to me every single time I make any kind of like political leading statement is mm. someone goes yeah but what about the the thing they did on the on the day and they spent x y z on the on the uh, act that never got passed and I go um yeah okay you see, <laughs> I'm just not educated enough the, well no this this is the problem you see of of being successful so you want to be like me and be moderately successful and no one gives a <laughs> about what you say. <laughs> Well, thankfully, no one's asked me for a political opinion, and I can tell you who I like and who I don't like. But then what's, I can't... what's your uh, what's your political opinion, Adam? <laughs> My political opinion is that I never talk about politics because <laughs> everyone I do gets really angry with me. I've just, I, <laughs> I, go, I, I, oh, I, was... I didn't, didn't realise you felt the obvious. I was right. handing you a sho- I was handing you a shovel <laughs> to, <laughs> to dig yourself with, and thankfully you <laughs> threw it away. <laughs> you know what I'm a fan of being nice to people. And hopefully them being nice back. <laughs> That's all I care about. We we follow Bill and Tedism around here. Be excellent to each other. That's right. Yeah. Yes, I, mean, yes. I think the world needs more of that. Unless, yes. um, well, you were lovely until I found out that you don't like the colour red. And now I'm going to vociferously hate you for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, you know, it's, oh, please. <laughs> Just anyway, the you. Thin Man. Remember yes, that? the Thin Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like talking about old films because they're just so bloody pleasant. 
<laughs> I, I mean, it, do you know what? That's actually a very good way of looking at it, is that this is a thoroughly pleasant watch. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, say, something like uh, Suspe- uh, Obsession in the last episode, it's, you know, d- d- which, w- again, great film. I love that movie, but it was it's not exactly the most pleasant of watches. But but this is just, I, I hate to use the word because I don't really like it, but it is a wholesome movie. Yeah, yeah, it is a yeah. wholesome movie. Um, and yeah. when you ask for a comedy, it's very, you didn't very... you give me one. Uh, I know, I, I didn't give you a straight-up comedy, okay, fine. <laughs> but, um, I'm, I'm just messing with but you. Let's be honest, Smokey, right? I mean, yes, Adam. think about... 1930s and 40s comedies mm. how many of them do you think you'd find funny these days I, I have no idea mate that's why i'm here well the thing is right senses of humor have changed i mean there are you know i i, I don't find um people say the, the greatest comedy of, all, uh, comedy of all time is some like it hot have you seen that I, I i do it's it's my old man's favorite movie of all time okay but do you watch that film and find it funny sure yeah yeah. See, I don't. I, you don't I find just, it funny? I've never gotten it. I've, and there's a couple of good lines in it, but I find the apartment a bit more bitingly funny than that. You know, I find um, I find this really funny. Just, just I love the Thin Man's comedy sense of humour. So asking for a comedy is like quite a difficult one because I have to f- think of something that I find funny that I hope will translate for you for all of these films but yeah comedy I think more than even horror is more subjective than anything oh absolutely so. yeah yeah no I, I, I don't disagree with that at all what what scares you is all is the same as what makes you laugh you know so mm. That that yeah. makes that makes perfect sense, but I mean, you know, I mean, you could have gone easy and safe and just gone, you know, when I said comedy, you could have just gone straight for Harvey, you know, that would. See, I don't think that's a comedy. What? <laughs> I love it. I think it's a lovely, heartwarming film, but I don't laugh at it. It's that that. Okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> oh no, no, I didn't. I, uh, obviously, it's got funny bits, and I think it he's does. lovely, and it's just oh. a lovely, lovely film. Remember, we watched that at the film festival. That was one of the um, that was one of the highlights, I think, because we put it on quite late, and everyone was still a little bit toasted on beer and wine or oh, whatever, yeah. and everyone just like wept and they, you know, smiled and they fell in love. Yeah, it's a great yeah. film. Yeah, well, I mean, just for for the uninitiated, it is one of my favourite films of all time. So it was one of the very rare occasions that I actually knew what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the time, I just half ass my way through it and make dirty jokes and uh, make up uh, ridiculous band names. But uh, <laughs> but no, that that one, that one, I actually knew what was going on and I could actually add something to the film conversation. But um, going back to what you said, you're right. I mean, comedy is incredibly subjective. It's just really weird what some people find funny and what some people don't. But no, I mean, I, I, I don't think I laughed during The Thin Man. I mean, I... I smiled and I maybe chuckled a little bit, but there was no guffaws, if you will. But uh, an incredibly charming way to spend ninety-one minutes. It was just, yeah, it was, it was, it's a delightful film. You know, I've got, I, I, I was, I was only messing with you at the beginning when oh, I, was, I, know, I know, when I was, when I was saying I was going to buy you a dictionary, <laughs> but um, it, it's in the post. But um, uh, no, no, it is. It's just, it's just, a, it's a, yeah, it's a lovely film, absolutely lovely, and uh, and, a, and a very good choice. I must admit. Yeah. I, I thoroughly recommend everyone gets into The Thin Man because it's a kind of film you'll watch and then you'll love and then you'll seek out the, the sequels, which are they sort of dip in quality as they go along. The last one is... I don't think I've ever seen the last one all the way through without getting bored and wandering away. Oh, really? Is it, yeah. is it that bad, is it? It's not It's not bad. It's just, it's just like, you know, the standard's so high. So you've got The Thin Man, another Thin Man after The Thin Man... Shadow of the Thin Man, Thin Man Goes Home, and the last one is Song of the Thin Man. And they sort of, you know, it, you know, it goes from 100, 90, 80, 70. And then by the time you get to the Song of the Thin Man, it's just, it's like they've almost become 
phantoms of themselves. You know, they sort of, it's a bit joyless. It's a bit, you know, it's yeah. not very sparkling. It's, it's set in like late, late forties as well. So that sort of early thirties champagne cocktails and art deco stuff is sort of gone as well. It's more about the jazz, you know, that was happening at the time, well, modern music and po- post war, like, I suppose as well. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I mean, the feel of it is very different. You know, it's a mm. bit more of a somber film. And also as well, it takes bloody ages for the, for the plot to get going and by the time it gets going you're like oh right we're in it okay great but you know (laughs) (laughs) but the rest of them are great they're just you know they're not as good as the first one and but they you know they're they're just thoroughly thoroughly pleasant to watch and definitely worth seeking out the Thin Man Collection six movies in a box set usually about 20 pounds 20 dollars you cannot go wrong with that it's a definite essential purchase for anyone well now now that i have been uh, provided with them from a, from a source i will uh, mm-hmm. I, I will definitely be checking out the sequels because as we're saying about nick and nora they're uh, a couple that you do want to spend time with yeah you know and uh, and you want to know more about i mean obviously I've, i haven't seen them so i don't know how well uh, if they sort of flesh out the characters at all anymore but um, but not that there was any real need to after after this one but um yeah, just a just a, a really nice couple of people who, as you say, only really have eyes for each other, and that's that's a really nice thing. Yeah. Whereas you also mentioned that you know the sort of there are other sort of beautiful people who appear who could sort of proffer temptation to either of them, and it just never happens. And it's, no, it's, <clears throat> it's kind it's of unthinkable as well. Now, um, Andrew Saris said, the film historian, he said that uh, Nick and Nora were the first on-screen Hollywood couple for whom matrimony did not signal the end of sex, romance, and adventure. And it's so true. It's like, they're utterly devoted to each other. Yeah. And he's like a detective. And, in, you know, detective tropes say that there will be glamorous women who throw themselves at him. Mm-hmm. Um, with him, it's always like, oh, how can I get this mystery sewn up so I can get back home to Nora again? It's, um, <laughs> and, and you just want to be part of their household, you know? They've got a fun dog. <laughs> they are fun friends. They get drunk all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And they shoot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If they'd made twenty thin, uh, thin man movies, I, I would have been very happy indeed. I just the more time you spend with them, the more time you want to spend. Them. Fair dues. I, I was just looking up uh, William Powell, mm. and uh, I mean, it, I mean, he's great. I mean, he's got a, a wonderful presence on screen, yeah. and, um, and 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 <laughs> no one like I did not realize this. Um, of actually, I mean, obviously down to uh, aforementioned film club. How many films I've actually seen him in? It's it's quite a few now. Have you seen a few? Yeah. I have, yeah. Well, we'll go through it. So, so obviously the Thin Man, and then uh, I, I also watched uh, with your you and uh, the rest of the lovely people in that group. Um, I watched the Libel Lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love you again. You did. You watched Jewel Robbery as well. Jewel Robbery, yeah. Well done. Yep. That was next on the list. One Way Passage, which is, yep. sounds really filthy, and uh, and also uh, the Kennel Murder Case as well. Yeah. So yeah. I I didn't I honestly didn't realize I'd seen him in so much. Yeah. Well, that's good. He's he's one, he's one of those guys that very much belongs to the time. Lots of people. Kind of a, kind of a David Niven kind of thing going on. Yeah, he he played a lot of ethnic roles when he first mm-hmm. started. Same as Myrna Loy, actually. She played a lot of Oriental villainesses um, oh, right. in okay. the beginning of her career. But yeah, they. I'm so glad they broke out because they were a great double team. They did so many movies together, and you know, like I say, they're another of these couples that as soon as they pop on screen, you go, oh, "I'm going to like this one. I'm going to like this film. It doesn't matter yeah. what." the plot's about I'm just going to like watching it's, two masters at work it's like a stamp of quality isn't it as soon as you see those names pop up yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's lovely I mean and they're on street oh, excuse me on screen chemistry is, mm. is, is wonderful was it just on screen chemistry there was no best pals off screen but yeah, oh, really? no, no no romance no right. I think this was the age when you know they were both with other people and weren't interested in 
uh, marital affairs, extra extra marital affairs. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, best pals I think for as long as uh, oh. as long as they were alive. Well, I think William Powell went first, but yeah, the best pals all the way through their life. So he, bless him, passed in eighty yep. four. Mm-hmm. He was ninety one. My word! Yeah. And she went in. Wow, ninety three. She was eighty eight. Yeah. He very famously had a romance with Jean Harlow. Lucky uh, boy. Yeah, they were together during Libeled Lady, actually. Huh? And the story of what happened, well, because she died so young, she was very, very much in love with him, and he was very much in love with her, but was reluctant to get married, and then she died very young. And um, That's sad. Yeah, I don't think he... Well, he did get over it because he married again, but um, <laughs> it was... it was. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he never got over it, but yeah, that's a bit melodramatic. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he did lay a rose... I think it was he laid a rose on her grave... There was a, a note on her body that she was buried with saying, Good night, my dearest darling. Oh. Yeah, it was one of those great sort of tragic Hollywood romances. I don't think he ever got over the fact that, you know, he, he always felt that he should have married her just, right. just to have given her that. But, right. um, yeah. You're trying to make me cry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> one of those voices, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it had nothing to do with what you were saying. <laughs> I just bore people to tears. It was like, oh, God, he's still going. <laughs> Deary me, but yeah, no. Uh, as I said, just a just a delightful film, and yeah. uh, and I and I and I was being a bit of an earlier, and I do apologise. But no, it, no, no, it no, does no, no, no. it does come under the the comedy mystery tag, and and there are some chucklesome bits in it. But uh, yeah, not a full on comedy. Uh, but uh, but we'll get there. We'll get there. You're still learning, aren't you? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, one day you'll show me how to make a podcast. Cheers. Oh. It's here, look. It's 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 not something that could be taught, mate. You've either got it or you haven't. So that's <laughs> all I'm saying. Well, hopefully, I'll get it then one day. One day, you, whatever it is you've got. But until <laughs> until um until we uh get through lockdown and are able to touch again, I don't think I will be able to get it over Zoom. Well, no, I'm afraid not. No, it 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 has to it has to be um skin to skin contact. I'm afraid. <laughs> you could lick a load of envelopes and send them. <laughs> always do mate <laughs> clone you <laughs> oh god, god no the world isn't ready for one of me let alone any more it's like you know in Jurassic Park you know when they clone uh, mm-hmm. dinosaurs from the, the amber thing and yeah. they got like test tubes full of dinosaur babies <laughs> yes. it would be the same as that but little cans oh. of little cans of Galahad <laughs> <laughs> life finds a way Adam life finds a way <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me oh well that's excellent oh well good well that was that was the thing man. oh we haven't done a rating do you want to uh, rate this thing my friend oh well I'm I'm only going to bring films that I loved a bit so I'm, I'm going to give this one a 10 because it's one of the films that I love so yes a 10 fair yeah. enough fair enough well it is uh, it, it's it's only just it's just over a 7 but just below an 8 at the moment but I am going to watch it and all the sequels again so I think it may go a little higher than that but it just <sighs> I don't know. As I said, I preferred the second half to the first half, and uh, I don't know. It just it just took a little bit for me to get going, but once it did, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, and I, I you know, uh, as someone who is is still learning and, and still uh, getting there, if you will, it's uh, it's. I mean, these uh, both these films that we that we've done now have been wonderful starts to to very disparate genres and so i i have no complaints about any of them really you know not massive complaints but obviously some films hit the mark more for you and, than some others and so yeah we, we've just got to we've got to find 
my 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 groove, I suppose. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I think I have to say on the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of October. Mm, pimp um, it, pimp it, Adam. Yeah, I'm running a film festival. It's all yeah. online. All you need to do is click on it and jump in at any time during the day. The full listings are on my website, adamboyclarence.com. Yeah. So go and have a look. If there's any films you want to jump in on, Saturday is open day. Sunday is patrons only, so you will have to sign up at Patreon for that. Mm-hmm. But Smokey and Me will be there all weekend. We shall. There are definitely a few films that weekend that we should do on this show. Some mm. of them have not been seen for years. I've got some really like rare stuff coming on that weekend. But there's one film that I think you're going to love. You might have seen it already, actually. I'm showing it. It's last on Saturday night, Night of the Hunter. Have you seen it? I have not, no. Okay, great. So that was directed by Charles Lawton and starring mm. Robert Mitchum, Shelley Winters. That thing is Ooh, amazing. Lillian Wait till you see that. Yeah, don't look at any spoilers or anything. Oh, just, Peter Graves. Yeah, just don't read up on that film. Come and watch oh. that thing with me and Smokey. <laughs> pm on Saturday the 24th that's showing at the film festival but also things like Nightmare Alley which is showing that weekend on Patreon Day you're going to love that film I think the darker stuff will appeal to you from (laughs) cinema it's nice to see the origins of a genre that you love to bits which is why I've picked The Devil Doll for next week because that will completely annoy you it, 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 I, well, hang on. Why? <laughs> You'll go, hang on a minute. I thought you were going to show me something good. I have to say, <laughs> The Devil Doll is probably a five out of ten. <laughs> but, but, you have but. to watch it because you just go, my You're God, doing this the Trump film's hand. Got... <laughs> Trump <laughs> hand. Trump hand. I'm not. You were. You were doing Donald Trump's hand. I'm not doing Donald Trump's hand. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm joking. But uh, I think you'll watch The Devil Doll, right? And you're yeah. going to go, I can't believe the balls on this film. This film has got some real balls. Wow. <laughs> how, okay. how on earth did they get an A-list cast to make a film about a cross-dressing murderer who shrinks people and sends them out into the world as assassins? Wow. While I, also, I, I'm in. Yeah, exactly, right? While also telling the story of <laughs> quite affecting story that made me cry first time I saw it. Whoa. <laughs> about a father and daughter. Oh, dear. I just admitted to crying over the devil doll. Oh, oh, it was tugging the old parental heartstrings, was it? Yeah, I just found it really sweet. So I cried at the end. And then I thought, well, why don't I just cry at the devil doll? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, anyway, that's, that's really nice. <laughs> it, it, look, I mean, it's, I, 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 you know, put, put it being, you know, completely honest and putting it all out there on the front street, I cry at the drop of a hat anyway. So where, where films are uh, concerned. So, you know, or TV, TV in general. I, I, uh, what was I watching last night? Oh, I was watching uh, um, The Haunting of Bly Manor and I cried at that, which is just insane. So, What's that like? Is it good? Did you watch uh, The Haunting of Hill House? No, no, I didn't. You didn't? Oh, well, I no. recommend watching that f- I recommend watching that first because that's a lot more of a, a, a ghost uh, haunted house story whereas The Haunting of Bly Manor is basically a love story. So it's it's okay. it's it's rather different but uh, but it's good it's a slow burn but then it it's sort of sort of about halfway through the season it descends into a non-linear fever dream and uh, yeah it's uh, I I will give it a proper review uh, probably over on my other show when I when I finished it but um because it it does tend to skew towards the the horror side of things and uh, yeah but no it's I I'd recommend it yeah sure and it's got a great cast as well so very much Ooh. so and I'm I'm kind of in love with a, a gay gardener in it she's she's adorable so yeah you know, it's just, just whatever floats your boat, really, isn't it? Yeah. Who doesn't gay love a gay gardener? That love a gay, gay gardener. gardener. Gay gardener sounds like an actress from the 30s, doesn't she? <laughs> it does, actually. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a film, actually, uh, George Sanders called The Gay Falcon. 
and it's oh, about okay. a detective called the Falcon, right? Oh, and I remember watching it. I was thinking, wow, what is he very happy? And no, it turns out his his name is um, Gay Lawrence, which oh, kind of okay. sounds like either a nickname he's earned. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. Re- I just didn't realize it was a man's name. Yeah. It sounds. It sounds a little bit like um, a playground taunt, doesn't it? Yeah. For some poor, for some poor kid called Lawrence and his classmates are just really unimaginative. <laughs> yeah, those are shiny shoes you're wearing, Lawrence. Gay Lawrence, gay Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So gay, uh, gay was like a properly uh, like it's a whole new thing now. But um, back yeah. then it was happy and a man's name and a woman's name. It was like you know, yes, very that's useful, true. very useful yeah. word. That is my trip through etymology. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. See, I, I was going to be the uh, the racist bloke sat in the corner at the pub, and Adam was going to be that know-it-all you get who sat at the bar going, well, do you know what gay used to mean? <laughs> <laughs> what a team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Well, so there we go. Then. That was The Thin Man, and a thoroughly, thoroughly good pick. And yes, and as Adam uh, says... Um, <laughs> what was it called again? Devil Doll. The Devil Doll from 1936. If anyone wants to watch it beforehand, please do. It's a peach. <laughs> <laughs> you know Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the old bad guy. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that dresses up like a woman all the way through it. Puts on the worst female accent. You're going to love this film, honestly. So he's not hes not so much uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman in Tootsie. He's more Robbie Coltrane in Nuns on the Run. Basically, yeah. It's Nuns on the Run with like magical miniature... Oh, I, uh, I can't even... No, let's not... Well, I'm going to do this next time. Yeah, look, I mean, if, if, you, if you legitimately just said it's a horror version of Nuns on the Run, I'm even <laughs> more in than I was before. It's because just... that is a stone-cold classic. It's one of these times you watch and you finish this and you, you just kind of like, I'm going to do this for you, obviously this won't work for everyone. But you no. just watch it and you go. <laughs> <laughs> just turn your head to the side and look very puzzled. <laughs> that was that was the best acting of a quizzical nature I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's all right. It's all right. William Powell has nothing on you. <laughs> That was great. But uh, yeah, I just want to say uh, um, thank you to everyone to, for joining us again. Uh, yeah, on, thank on best you. Lines. Yeah, and thank you all for your lovely feedback. That was very kind. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, we are on the old social media there. We're at uh, Best Lines Pod on on the old Twitter. Have just set up a Facebook page, so search for us on there. If you want to find Adam uh, or myself on Twitter, we're both on there. Audio Joe and Galahad Lad. So uh, reach out, say hello, and uh, tell uh, Adam that he is nice, and tell me that I'm lovely as well. So there you go. So Which won't be won't be hard because smoke what, is very smooth. Say, He's hairless. Ah, oh. yeah, we've got that, the whole Kendall thing going on. Remember? Yeah. yeah. It, it costs a lot to look this cheap, you know. <laughs> it does thank it's you, a ba- thank you, Dolly Parton. Twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Monty the dog should have been. <laughs> <laughs> like Una Ragona should be. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where she lives in my mind, in an acid bath. <laughs> oh god no can you imagine it would make her like screech like oh <laughs> yeah yeah that would point. not that would not be that would not be a good thing that would not so oh, well I, so, like or, or, I know you do but some people just have no idea do they That's so right. until next time my friend uh, yeah. all the best take care suspicion <laughs>
you know what? Um, it would be great, wouldn't it, if um, Greyfriars Bobby had um, Una O'Connor in it? Why, why? Why would you do that? Why? Why? Why go there? I, I, we were, we were having a perfectly nice time. <laughs> 